1: The scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu.
0: Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once.
1: Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to another episode of the Scobro Show. This is Behind the Steel Curtain editor, Dave Schofield, coming at you once again on Tuesday. It's a little after 9 p.m. I'm sorry I'm a little late, but apparently my extended warranty on my car was about to expire and I needed to act right away. Uh, no, I'm just messing. But with me as always is my big brother, Rich. Rich, how's it going?
0: It. Is going just wonderfully. I missed my Steeler family last week, although I watched the show that went on in our absence anyway, sort of, as it bounced in and out with my lousy connection that we had on vacation.
1: Yes. So Um, if you missed us last week, you missed us. We weren't here last week. We had the, the, let's see, who was it? It was RetroSco and... And um oh come on, what was it? We uh, had who was it. with him? It, w- it was Mark Davison.
0: Oh
1: uh Aussie Sco. Aussie Sco. Aussie Sco and Retro-Sco. and Retrosco. Yes, because that was someone in the live chat came up with that. I can't remember. You you told me who it was. I don't remember who it was to give him uh, a shout-out. I don't out. remember who it was. Um but... I'm sure they'll remind us. But that's who filled in while we were away on vacation. In the I felt like we were in the Stone Ages, you know, we're in a house. Um It was our 19th time going to the same house, but no Wi-Fi, very limited cell signal because we were on the, I mean, we were basically on the dunes of the beach. That's where we were. I had two places in the house. I could get cell signal. Well, one place in the house and the other was the deck. Um, so I was just trying to get good enough signal to, you know, work on stuff for the website. I tried to catch as much of the show last week. I'm still behind on my podcast. I'm trying to catch up. Um, but it's, it's good to be back. Does it feel right to be back here and talking again finally?
0: Oh yeah, of course it does. Uh, You know, I really missed not doing this last week. We're so used to doing this every Tuesday night that when we missed last Tuesday, it was kind of weird. Yes, it was. But
1: I will tell you, it's not that we missed each other because we just spent a week together. But it was that we missed doing this with you all. That's really what it is. That's correct. um, And
0: actually, I see somebody out there in the live chat that I got to give a shout out, okay? And that would be George Teston. George Teston's out there in the live chat. He picked up on last week when I first logged in to the show, I I was logged in under one of my old logins for YouTube. But I made a comment that, you know, Aussie Sco was trying to steal one of my lines. He caught on that it was me. He's kind he of figured out there. Yep. George Tesson figured out it was me. And then I realized I had, you know, I was like, oh gee whiz, nobody'll know who I am. So I had to try to switch out so that you know it showed up as Big Bros. Go. So it showed so. up that's the right name. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I jumped in, I commented on something. I said I think I said go lions, because they were talking about um various other other divisions, who the other strong divisions are. I mean, I'm sorry. Bottom line is it's the AFC North and it's the NFC West. Those are the two best
0: divisions in football. Yeah. that's just what it's, it is. Right, so, now, they, right now, right now, I don't, I don't, right now, right now. I, yep. So I don't think you can argue that.
1: No, but when I it's funny because I jumped in and I said go Lions. You know, honestly, I do cheer for the Lions unless they're playing the Steelers. And like you say, sometimes it's almost like a pity cheer because I mean they've been so bad for for so long and, and everything. But for some One reason, of my, I've always.
0: Cheered for them. And they they did have one of my all time favorite players, yeah. In my opinion, the league's best rusher ever,
1: and Barry Sanders. And I'm Barry sorry. Sanders. The first game I took my father to at Heinz Field, we sat and I'm always in the visitors' end, but we were down there and got to see Megatron up close. And I tell you what, man, that guy was a physical specimen. I can can I tell a quick story about him real quick? A quick story real quick, which means it'll what take if forever. I say? What? Yeah. What if I say no? So, but I, I I coached high school football and I was a teacher. And during that time, I had um one of my I one of my players. It was I never coached him directly, but I All right, but the I story's had him, already
0: too long. Just Come listen. On,
1: but I I had him in class, and I also had him in in one of the clubs that I ran at school. Um, knew him well, knew his family well. He went on, and he was a walk on at Georgia tech as a safety and his very first practice, when he went out there after, you know, it was Rudy style. He was one of a couple kids that made the team and his first practice with the team out there. Um, they, they put him out there and they said, you got the slot. You got the slot. Guess who's lined up in the slot. One Charles Um, Johnson, his very first snap ever in of, of a practice in college football. He had to line up across from Megatron. So I always thought that was a pretty cool story. So, um, but, hey, we're here. Forget the lies Let's talk about the Steelers.
0: Steelers. Steelers. We're, we're one week
1: closer. We don't know exactly when training camp is starting. We know when the first padded practice is. We know that's going to be July 28th. The Steelers are allowed to start training camp the 21st. I'm going to say this. If they were in Latrobe, they would have to announce when they were reporting. But they're in Pittsburgh, so I don't think they're really announced. I think they're going to start meeting when they're allowed to, right around the 21st. We just don't know. Remember last year, they kind of had a ramp-up period where they got together as a team the first time, and they did some workouts, and then they did some other yeah. drills, and a lot of meetings and stuff. I'm wondering if that first padded practice on the 28th is after a ramp-up period. We don't know exactly when they're going to report because they haven't said that, but I, I think they'll be meeting together as a team before that. Do you think that's
0: probably a good bet? Probably a good bet. I, I liked what you talked about that ramp-up period. It jogged something in my memory from things that went on in our shows during this time last year. Remember all those mm-hmm. folks that said we weren't going to make it past week four yep. of the season and they, you know it would get shut down? Guess what? It wasn't, it wasn't the prettiest, but the NFL made it through.
1: They made it through. Yeah, the Steelers kind of got screwed a couple times along the way. But you know what? It was still better than not having a season. It
0: really was. It so, was.
1: So, um, but notice those people that come out and say those kind of things, when those things don't happen, they kind of disappear. They, you know? Yeah, they do.
0: They're kind of <laughs> quiet then.
1: Yeah. Yeah. When people want to say crazy things like, oh, my goodness, the Steelers, what a mistake when they let Javon Hargrave go and they didn't add another player at that position really. Cause Chris Wormley wasn't really a nose tackle. They have no nose tackle on this team. What are they going to do? Next thing you know, Tyson Aluoglu is tearing up and those people gone. You know, <laughs> They're not around That's to, right. to, to talk about it. So, but here, here's what we're going to talk about tonight. There was, there's been some news recently in the last couple of days, we've had some former Steelers who spent time other places Announced their retirements. One was on Sunday. Was one Anthony Ciccolo. Michael Beck was extremely happy to hear about his retirement because he was afraid that's who the Steelers were going to sign for outside linebacker depth. So that kind of made him breathe a sigh of relief. Um, I thought that was kind of funny. The other one was one today, and it's kind of sad. How it? It's happy, but it's sad. It's one of my favorite Steelers. It really is. I loved this guy and I was pulling for him. But today was the, was, uh, through on his Instagram, he didn't actually say the word retirement, but it was confirmed later that that's what he meant is that one Roosevelt Knicks is retiring from the NFL. Were you a Rosie Knicks fan? Like I was a Uh, Rosie Knicks fan. uh, I wanted a Rosie Knicks jersey,
0: man. He was was a Rosie Knicks fan. I was, and if you do recall, wasn't he the person when we were at the Dilly Dilly game that blocked the punt?
1: Uh, I do believe that would be correct. I'm pretty yeah. sure that was him. Um, he was, but just just his story. He went to Kent State as a defensive end, basically playing a defensive line. And you look at him and how he's built. You're like. That dude, he might have he wasn't tall enough or anything to right. He wasn't he didn't have the right build to play that position in the NFL. So, what did he do to make an NFL career? He was willing to play wherever they they'd play him. So he gets signed by the Atlanta Falcons after he doesn't get drafted. He ends up there, they switch him to fullback, and they're on hard knocks that year, which I've never watched an episode, just so you know. But apparently he was the first player cut on hard knocks. That he was cut very early in the process. And that's what Brian Anthony Davis knew him for. That was his claim to fame there. But he didn't play at all that first year. That was 2014, I do believe. And then in the offseason, the Steelers signed him to a futures contract. And he's coming into the Steelers as a no... I mean, the Steelers already had a fullback. They had Will Johnson. So you're like, okay... They thought maybe he would be a linebacker. Nope, they put him back to fullback, and the dude just went out there on special teams and made plays, and made plays, and he got the Steelers to keep two fullbacks that year. That's a that's crazy. The, the Steelers kept two fullbacks because Roosevelt Knicks did so much on special teams to make his spot on that team. Then he was he was the fullback the next year, Pro Bowler in 2017 as a fullback. That's what you call doing whatever you had to do, working hard, having the right attitude to, to live your dream and play in the NFL. In 2019, I know I'm going off a little soliloquy of a tribute to Roosevelt Nix. He was the Steelers' special teams captain. Yes, he was. And unfortunately, he only got to play three games as a captain. He got injured in week one. He was out for five weeks. He came back for two weeks, got re-injured put on IR, he did, he was, him and Ryan Switzer were both designated to return, started practicing to come back. They were eligible to come back for the playoffs and then the Steelers didn't make the playoffs. So that's how he finished his Steelers career. He went to Indy last year, didn't make the team, was out of football. I think the knee injury was just too significant for him to be able to do what he needed to do. It's just, it's just how some of those things work sometimes. You know we see that with David. What happened with David DeCastro? Where that's right. what ha- ends up happening sometimes. But that was the career of Roosevelt Knicks. Man, I, man, that guy. He had two career touchdowns. Did you know that? Not sure I, that I knew that. I remember the one. It was his receiving touchdown. They were both in 2017. It was against the Ravens, and the way that Ben threw the ball, you almost thought it was going to be intercepted, and he just caught it and landed on the defender flat on his back with the ball between him and the defender and then just got up and spiked it. It was, it was great. He was a beast. He was, I love that guy. I remember him, a game I was at, he got a, it was a tackle. It was right after Renegade. They were playing the Raiders. I'm pretty sure it was right after Renegade. It might not have been, I think it was. And he goes down and makes a tackle deep on the kickoff and doesn't even realize he knocked the ball out and he comes up celebrating while everyone else is diving for the ball <laughs> so he was just he he was just a guy that was willing to put it all out there
0: yep so just he, he he was so
1: yep i would have liked to see him get more catches or more uh, touches
0: i i would have but you know if you ask Roosevelt Knicks, say, would you have thought you'd have had the NFL career you did? Well, I, I bet you'd say, you know, he was fortunate.
1: You know, say, hey, you're only going to get to play five years, but you'll be a Pro Bowler one year in there. You know what? He'd probably be like, sign me up. I'll take it now. Yeah. yeah. So good for him. Thank you, Rose, Roosevelt Knicks, for your service for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Only team you ever you ever played for in the regular season. That's how you'll go down. You will always be a Pittsburgh Steeler. So with that, we're actually going to talk some special teams tonight. And we're going to talk about something that Roosevelt Mix was in 2019. And that was the special teams captain for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, for those of you that might not know, he was the captain 2019. Rich, do you know this? Who was the special teams captain in 2020?
0: 2020 was uh... – Jordan Dangerfield. Jordan Dangerfield, that is correct.
1: He was the up man for the the punts. That's the guy that basically directs everything there. And he was the special teams captain. He is not currently on any NFL roster, but he's not on the Steelers roster. So guess what? They have a vacancy for special teams captain. So what we're going to do, you guys have been around for several weeks with us. We're doing a top five again. We went through and we picked our top five choices for the Steelers' special teams captain for 2021. Sound good? Oh, yes, sir. I am prepared. I, I do want to tell tell you something. No, no, no. I'm your, not going to say any
0: names don't, don't
1: or anything ruin. else.
0: Okay, don't ruin I'm anything. just
1: going to say that this is not a role that the Steelers always fill. Oh, you ruined it. What? You ruined it. Was that your number five? <laughs> number five, none. Yes, there you go. I didn't do that, but I love that. That's a I great one. I and you ruined it. Okay, no, number I didn't ruin it. What? None. Why? What? Do you, do you know what years
0: under Mike Tomlin? Do you know what years they d- didn't have a special teams captain? I can go back a ways. Twenty seventeen, there was not a special teams captain. That is correct. Twenty twelve and twenty thirteen, there was not a special teams captain. That is correct. That's all the further I went back. That's
1: as far back in the Mike Tomlin era where they did not have one. Right. They did have one, at least one, since 2007. There was actually two seasons in there where they had two. Yes. Okay. Do you know what
0: seasons those were? Ooh. Um. Good trivia. That's not even the preview. 20, 2014 was one of them. That is correct. With Robert Golden and Sean Sweesom. As that co- is Correct. I'd be really surprised if you got the other one. I don't have the other one written down here. The other one was Mike Tomlin's first year.
1: In 2007, it was James Harrison. Oh, yes, I did see this. And Clint Crewalt. That's right. Is it Crewalt or Crywalt? I might have said it. Yeah. It's one of those. That, Yes. So the Steelers, they've done it. They've not had one. So that's your number five. I almost did that for number five. I love that. Choice. None, none. That they're because, just not because
0: I'm, I'm going out there, you know, kind of make okay. these list some kind of probabilities. Yep. And I think there could be a probability somewhere that they just don't do a special teams. Cap. Absolutely, I agree with you. That is a good one, and I was going to mention that somewhere along the way.
1: I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm going to do mine. Okay. My number five. Yes. Okay, I went back and I also looked at like who played a lot of special teams last year. Yes, I did okay? that as well. Well, the problem is the top two spe- per people who played the most special team snaps for the Steelers last year are no longer on the team. One is And that th- would be one was last year's captain, Jordan Angerfield, correct. who is a
0: free agent if they really who, needed someone. Who played all, like 65% of the special teams.
1: 64.69, 295 snaps. You are correct. And the other one, not far behind with 62. was 62.72% La-
0: was? Linebacker, Ola Adenie.
1: Ola He was the next one. Now, the third one is one that I expect to not play nearly as much special teams this year which was Alex Shoot.
0: Highsmith. Yep, that's right. Yes.
1: I, for my number five, I'm going with the player that played the fourth most amount of special team snaps last year because I look for him to still play special team snaps as long as he makes the team. And I don't see him that he's going, he could possibly, but I don't see him being a guy that moves into a bigger role to where they wouldn't want to play him on special teams. So I'm going there based Go strictly off of his snap count.
0: I know where you're last going. Year.
1: Uh, Jeff Hartman's favorite one Lustin Jane. I mean, Justin Lane. That's who my number five is because he's the gunner on special teams. He played a lot yep. of snaps. If he wants to step up into a leadership role, that's someone that they could assign.
0: Yep. Okay. Totally get Does that make it. sense? Totally get
1: it. All right. So that's, that's my number five. Cause I'm, I'll tell you now, players who play more on defense or offense, I have a tendency to say that I don't think they're going to necessarily be the special teams captain because they might decrease their special team snaps. So we'll have to see. This is all kind of fun projection. Do you want to go ahead with number four? Oh,
0: sure. All right, number four, don't ask me why I I went this route. Um he played a decent number of snaps. Um, This is not typically the type of person the Steelers would probably go to, but it just wouldn't surprise me if, if they went. And I said number four was Ray, Ray McLeod. Ray, Ray McLeod, the return guy.
1: That's yep. yeah. okay. I can see that. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. Cause he's, I mean, it's especially if, I'm saying if he returns punts, I hope he's returning punts rather than Deontay Johnson. I hope he's a guy back there. Um, I even did as one of my – Jeff Hartman and I are switching back and forth in our 30 Mm -hmm. scenarios in 30 days. My one scenario was the Steelers scoring a special teams touchdown, which most of that would lie on Ray-Ray McLeod. Now, you could get a special teams touchdown other ways. In fact, recent retiree Anthony Ciccolo had one. He had the the last non-return, non-punt or kickoff return touchdown for the Steelers in the special teams. And that was where he recovered a blocked punt. The first touchdown of the season in 2017, when Tyler Medikevich blocked the punt and Anthony Ciccolo fell on it for a touchdown. But I still think that would fall more on Ray Ray. I could see Ray Ray McLeod. Hey, he's beyond his, his rookie deal. He's back on Correct.
0: a one-year deal. So I could see him where he could kind of step up and kind of lead
1: that unit. That's
0: a that was that's a good one. That was my that was my other reason for him because he's been in the league for several years yeah. and could could potentially take on that type of leadership role.
1: Exactly. I completely see that. All right. Who'd you go with as your four? My number four. I I went with the other side of the ball from what you normally think of. I thought of who's a guy, well, no, the same side you just went with. Mm But I went with another person who the Steelers, who's been, who makes a little bit of a name for himself on special teams. And saying that he's not definitely, once again, doesn't look like he's going to be called on to be the guy in. The running game, I went with the special teams contributions of one Benny Snell Jr.
0: I considered, um, I will tell you, he is not on my list, but I considered him for my list because, again, he, he played a decent percentage of special team snaps last year. Yes, he did. And
1: he does a nice job on special teams. So that's why I thought maybe someone, someone like that, like, honestly, I was kind of torn between him and Jalen Samuels. And I just thought Snell was more of a, more of a better lock to make the team. And he had more special team snaps. So that's why I went with him. So
0: very interesting. Very interesting. Anything you want to say about that? Are you ready to roll on to number three? Um, no, I couldn't argue that one. As I said, I didn't I didn't put him on my list. He wasn't consideration um because of the number of special team snaps he plays. And mm-hmm. again, you know, guy that's been around the team and around and has played special teams for a couple years. So yeah. Um now I'm ready. Now we can move on to number three. Okay, let's go to number three. All right, so at number three, I'm going to go back to the well. Okay, okay. To the only person I can go back to the well and take. Okay. I'm going to go with a former special teams captain who is on the roster. And that would be one, Chris Boswell. Chris right. Boswell.
1: He's the only one on the roster that has done this before. So I could I could totally see that. Boswell was the captain in
0: 2018.
1: Correct. And... The only problem with that is we know That
0: was the year he that was the year he sucked.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh. You know, and that's – So, well, it, I, 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 it, thank you, Jordan it, the, Dangerfield, for breaking the the curse because there wasn't one – there they didn't have a, a special teams captain in 2017. 2018, Boswell didn't kick well, was hurt. 2019, Roosevelt Knicks only played in three games. Thank you, Jordan Dangerfield, for actually playing a full season and not, and not missing significant time. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. So, but no, I, 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 could totally see that Boswell would be a good choice. He had a very solid year last year. I am, but I'm on board with that one.
0: I said I would, I would guess that Boswell would ask not to be. I wouldn't be surprised because we all know how, how kind of superstitious kind of thing kickers can get like kickers and football are like baseball players. Mm-hmm. You know, they are the guys, you know, got to wear the same socks, got to do, you know, everything. I don't think that Boswell was that way as, as much as
1: other kickers are. He, you know what the best thing he has going for him now. And that's the thing. That's what surprised me that he continued to struggle in 2018, that it, that it made sense. That it was an injury, That dude's got amnesia. I mean, he doesn't. I mean, he he misses a kick. He doesn't let that get to him beyond there. And I still say 2018 Boswell struggling is the only reason Jordan Berry kept his job that year because he was not good. But the last thing they wanted to do was change the holder on a on a place kicker that they that that had just come off the Pro Bowl and was struggling. So just just one of those things. So I, yeah, that that was a good choice. You ready for my number three? Yes, bring it. My number three is one Ray Ray McLeod. No, I thought that was a good choice that you said at number four that I could see Ray Ray as the return guy being someone. And I like, and the whole reason I put him at number three uh, ahead of the, the other two that I had of Benny Snow and Justin Lane is because he is a guy that you know was brought. He would have been a he he would have been a restricted free agent this year, but they didn't offer him a tender. Instead, they brought him back. So he does have a little bit more. I mean, I think he's the same years in the league as Jalen Samuels, but with being that guy that's on that, I don't. He's not on his rookie deal anymore officially. So it it makes it feel like it's someone that's been around a little bit longer. Um, I don't know if he's a big leadership guy. In the locker room. That's what we don't know when it comes to these special teams guys. Exactly. We don't yeah. know if they're leadership guys or not. So we're just basing it off of guys that we could see that it wouldn't, wouldn't shock us of what they were to do. But yeah, I like your choice of Ray, Ray McLeod. Um,
0: and I I'm like gonna, your choice of Ray, Ray McLeod. I'm so, going
1: to ask yeah. you something though. Sure. Did you feel he kind of, he, he kind of, Regressed Fated. as the season went on, faded. There you go. That's a good way to he, yes. put it. Um,
0: yeah, I, I think he did. Um, I don't know if it was a confidence thing or a he was being used more on the field in the passing game and therefore wasn't as focused on the return game. Yeah, there there could be all kinds of reasons yeah. why he, he kind of faded. Uh, down the stretch, but um, I don't know. I, biggest thing, fir- first thing I want in a returner is uh, I don't care if you can break it for touchdowns all day. If you can't catch it to begin with, what good are you?
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I mean, that's why a lot of people didn't like fair catch Ryan Switzer, but you know what? He didn't fumble it.
0: Yeah, He didn't fumble
1: it. He didn't. Um, so there's there's that, but you also didn't have much of a threat there. I, the thing with Ray Ray, I feel like he—I feel like he started the season with reckless abandon, playing with nothing to lose because he was, you know, because he made the team, right? And it was just, hey, I might as well go out here and take advantage of this opportunity. But and he dece- knew, he,
0: and he and yeah, he knew ahead. he was just kind of the return guy. So yeah. that's what all he was worrying about.
1: And then the season went on and I think he did actually put one on the ground. some at some point, I can't remember the exact game it was. I didn't look it up, but it almost was a reminder of, you know, rather than go out and showing what you can do to show that I deserve this. Once he had it, it was almost like, okay, now don't screw it up. Like he almost. Like that mentality got to him. Yeah. I don't know if it really did or not. It could have just been their changing philosophy with stuff. But all season it just felt like he was ready to break one. He was ready to break one. And didn't he break one really far, but then didn't make it the whole? I know that one, I know he had a run. Yeah, I think so. And the offense yeah, where he ran it really remember. far, but then couldn't quite get it into the touchdown zone. Um Kreese says he might have dropped two of them. Yeah, that might have been it as well. But it was it was one of those things where it just kind of seemed like everything changed. I want to see 2021 being kind of a reset, get, get Ray Ray back there and back to doing stuff how we started last season. Doesn't that sound good?
0: Yes. All right. Well, how it, how it should be.
1: Exactly. So there's our top three. We're going to go ahead. We're going to go ahead and take a break now. And that way we can come back and do our last two um, picks of who we think was, is our best candidates to be the Steelers' special team captains. Because I have some other people I want to talk about that I considered and then tell you why I didn't consider them. Yep. Um, or who knows, maybe you Maybe you listed and then I'll tell you why I didn't. We'll have some things like that. We will we'll, might even have some time for some questions and then we'll do our big question at the end. So make sure if you are listening in audio form, go ahead and click on over to part two. And if you're here on YouTube or Facebook, stick around. We'll be right back.